Live from 4 million miles above the sun comes Scenic Universe Episode 003, Allegiance. hottest band <laughs> in the universe yes the hottest podcast i mean the podcast is kind of like a band right get the band together we're podcasting tonight yeah there's no difference dude there's microphones involved <laughs> pretty sure it's a fucking band <laughs> anybody who's out there who's making a podcast welcome to the band oh you think your band's good do they have a podcast too didn't think so. Didn't think so. No. Oh, your podcast is cool. Does it have a band? No. Also, didn't think so. Sorry. Yeah. Also wrong. <laughs> we no. Seriously though, we are Scenic Universe. I'm Tyson Torrance, and I am Alexander Beacon, and uh, we're here to uh, comfort you a little bit from your crazy week that we all had, and hopefully, next week will be a little less crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's happening anytime soon. I really don't. <laughs> Nonstop bullet train. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Can I just give a shout out to whoever figured out that 40 hours a week was the magic number <laughs> to make me feel like I'm working towards nothing? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 35. You'd Dude, be like, okay, like and then... 32. Because isn't the mm-hmm. threshold, like, 29 before they can't give me health insurance anymore? So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so 33. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. I could I could handle that. Would not be making enough money, but that would be nice. Yeah. Well. Okay. So that's what you're saying. Lower my hours, number. raise my wage, right. and give me the same amount of money, and I'll probably be just as productive. Sound like a Bernie, bro. <laughs> bro. <laughs> socialism. Is that what this you want, socialism. bro? <laughs> you inviting socialism into the country? <laughs> you saying you want more for doing less? How dare you? <laughs> You just get more, like, socialist as you get older. Is that, like, an old man kind of thing? See, isn't that the opposite, though? Because, like, aren't you supposed to get more Republican the older you get? <laughs> yeah, that's what I've always heard. Whoa. You, like, grow up mm. as a Democrat, and as you get older, you turn into a Republican. That's the, like, right. the one I've heard. Yeah. Because, I mean, I noticed it in myself, graduating college, and just being like, yeah, those liberal pussies, <laughs> they definitely don't deserve what they have. They don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> that's just bitterness. That's not, like... <laughs> Hey, man, I'm making a wage now, okay? <laughs> They're living off the government. So, I don't know. Yeah, what's the progression? It's like, you're born as a nihilist because you don't give a fuck because you're a kid and you're a little baby. It's um, the allegory of the cave, but, yeah. like, the cave is a vagina. <laughs> and the people just get stuck in those different 
spots in their life like you know when you're a teen you're like a hardcore libertarian where the system my dad's always doing this my mom's always down my back man we need less government we need less parents so like you're a teen (laughs) (laughs) and then (laughs) less parents is more of the argument at the time (laughs) yeah because parents are the government (laughs) exactly yeah exactly that's what i'm saying and then you get to uh, you know a little bit older and you're just a democrat for whatever reason because i don't know kids kids like the party and so like yeah i guess you know the republicans are a party party as well dude their parties are lame though <laughs> yeah it's like, not the same though like a republican yeah. you know party I mean, is like like they're they have like those giant solo cups for giant beer pong but it's full of like bud light <laughs> they got like the hundred pack rack for no reason <laughs> So, um, my friend was telling me that he went to a college party the other day and that everyone like all had like 36 packs of beer that they brought (laughs) to this party, but they were like holding them the whole time and only drinking out of their pack that they brought. (laughs) Like, you know, like they're like, this is my beer. No one else paid for this. I mean, that's a capitalist mentality though. That's perfect. (laughs) So that probably was a Republican party is what is. (laughs) You can barter and trade with your own resources. It's <laughs> actually perfect if you have the exact same number and like the goal is to get more beers than the other people yeah. had. <laughs> Swindle it somehow. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll give you a shotgun of this happy camper. <laughs> yeah, two rolling rocks for your happy camper. Yeah. Probably three. I'll take two Bud Lights and I'll give you one Bud <laughs> regular. <laughs> Got some Nug on the side there. <laughs> all right, yeah. <laughs> Nug light for those of you out there drinking. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, shout out to uh, <laughs> Undisclosed Location Brewery Number One for their double white. It's double delicious. Thank you. <laughs> I've had two, so this is perfect. Double. <laughs> so I'm gonna go ahead and just really quickly address the fact that um, if you have ADHD. You probably shouldn't listen to this because we're just gonna be all over the place. <laughs> we're trying. We have a schedule. We're trying hard to. Well, I wouldn't say we're trying hard, but we're trying some level of intensity. Dude, life gets in the way. That's crazy. It's always in the way. Yeah, <laughs> life is the way. <laughs> whoa, whoa, man, oh man. I mean, whoa. <laughs> so um, yeah, I don't know what's going on. How was your? How was your uh, week? Was it crazy like our, mine? Our time off. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, this week was was rough. I think the whole world was reacting to the Trump Putin comments, the, the summit. I don't know. Yeah, man, what did you think? How, how, how do you think this all is going to go down? President Trump, overall, I thought he did great. Really? Dude, what? <laughs> That's really what you're going to say. Yeah, I mean. What did you think? I thought it was a train wreck. I thought <laughs> I thought yeah, it was yeah. literally supposed to be uh, the Trump train has no brakes and it fucking derailed. <laughs> oh no, me too. That's what I said, man. Wait, what? So I said, play the you know play the tape back, dude. We have me. the tapes. I will play the back. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast for a reason, so I guess we can you know listen back. It's being recorded, so I thought he did less than adequate. Told you, bro. Tape, tape doesn't lie. Tape does not lie. <laughs> Less than adequate? That's what you're going to correct yourself to? I don't know what you heard on that tape, dude. But 
Play it again. Oh, okay. Play it. I played in reverse. You played the wrong. Say the, yeah. the right thing here. No, no. You just played the wrong section. I think like you cut it a little <laughs> short there. Just play it. I think you're gonna hear the real I took message. Took you out of context is what let I me did. Ch- let me check your EQs too. Oh, it, oh yeah, it's the computer. <laughs> bass is all screwed up. The high is all a little too low. You need to boost that mid section just a little bit. And you, you that's that's where it's at. That's, just, it's, just press yeah, play one more time. Just play it one more time. All right, let's hear it. I thought he did mm, bad. Yeah, bad. Yeah, I'm glad we came to the same conclusion finally. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty terrible. Not gonna lie. Um, so I'm, how? I'm just glad that it's finally coming to that point where people are realizing how horrible it is. Like even the people, like this was the the turning point of where like the Republicans really got behind the message of this is dumb. Like that is not acceptable and he needs to apologize. I know he doesn't like apologizing and he's got a moral aptitude against that, but yeah, like in the uh, Oliver Stone movie version of this era, this is going to be like the critical, (laughs) one of those critical moments in it where it's, you know, like the trailer moment (laughs) where he'll have his walk back where he's like, I meant to say wouldn't. And that would be like like the the bass drop moment. That's not the climax though. What's, what's like the (laughs) act two turning point. What is that called? Like the reversal. (laughs) (laughs) It was a reversal. The the public private moment. That's maybe what you're thinking. The private moment. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure he had several private moments. Yeah. Well, or something private becomes public. It was like, okay, so he had the summit on Tuesday, right? Mm -hmm. Wednesday morning, he was supposed to have a lunch meeting with the vice president and canceled that and then delayed his, after lunch briefing for several hours so that he could lay in bed and watch cable news <laughs> because that's how ego driven this motherfucker is. American dream right there. Dude. Yeah. Like if I could turn on <laughs> Fox news and they were talking about nothing but me, I'd probably not like it because they're just talking about what a bad job I'm doing. <laughs> like, Cause well, what else would they be talking about? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Seriously. What, okay. So I want to get your opinion on, um, the Russian spy spy gate that's oh, going on. Oh, yeah. So the uh, <laughs> female R- Russian spy, I guess we can call her now. <laughs> spy gate. So there's been so many spy gates, though. Like mm-hmm. this needs to have its own. There's too many gates. There yeah, needs to be a uh, garden spy garden. <laughs> <laughs> the garden of spies. The, you thought <laughs> you thought the garden was intense. Wait until you get behind it and see the. Wait, <laughs> let me say that. You thought the gate was intense. Wait until you get behind <laughs> the door and see the garden. The garden of spies. spy garden. Spy garden coming this fall to NBC. Twenty twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. See. Perfect. <laughs> you can roll with that one for days. <laughs> My real question, though, is uh, if Shanity and Ducey are the friends, does that make her the fox? Because I would totally grab that <laughs> all right that's a little inappropriate don't you think come on uh no i mean what yeah. do you think i said um i don't know it's not a little like a little sexist i don't know man. Like, sexist yeah. i don't know if you heard what i said but <laughs> all right well fucking i mean we can play the tapes back play the tapes okay do. go for it dude see what you got here <laughs> My real question, though, is uh, if Shanity and Ducey are the friends, does that make her the fox? Because foxes are sly and cunning, and women are strong and skillful. Good one, dude. Yeah, nice save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that one almost got lost in translation there. 
Yeah, I wouldn't say I agree with you on all of those points there, especially the uh, Shanity. I don't think that nickname is going to stick around. Sorry. <laughs> I will say that until the end of time. <laughs> Shanity, you're you're not even saying it right. Oh, okay, maybe that's why I have. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, anyways, besides all that crazy stuff, I mean, I don't know. Did you, did you at least have uh, any relaxing point of your time this, off here? Yeah. This week? Do you have any time to like chill? Find, find nope, some time? nope. I did uh, undisclosed activities in our undisclosed location here <laughs> all weekend. Uh, okay. <laughs> Unfortunate. Yeah, dealing yeah. with some undisclosed clients who <laughs> do redacted statements. Is that where we're at now? <laughs> yeah, redacted. <laughs> so anyway, all jokes aside, what do you think about this Russian Spygate thing? Spy Garden. Sorry. <laughs> Um, I think she's probably the perfect candidate of what she was trying to do there. Like, <laughs> beautiful lady trying to seduce old white men who were part of the NRA and the government of America and seduce them. Like, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, right? Like, I don't know. <laughs> for, for who she was. I think there's never been a perfect, more perfect time for that <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> so, I don't know. I mean... I think if I had to really sum it up in a couple words, I would have to say, I thought that she, the director of national intelligence and national security archives has determined that this audio segment is not appropriate for public disclosure. Wow, dude. Wow. Yeah. Well, don't quote me on that one. Yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> that was, that was a little harsh. All right. Let me give you a, let me give you a little easier. Yeah. We need a more innocent topic. <laughs> yeah. It's a little easier. I mean, what did, what did you think of the queen's outfit? Interpol has determined that this transmission does not meet the requirements of decency deemed necessary to broadcast in the European Union or territories beyond its limits. All right. Wow. Okay. So <laughs> what did we learn there? I don't know. Oh, uh, we learned that my nose is bleeding now. Oh, dear God. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably shouldn't be so vulgar. <laughs> it's like uh 1980s adaptation of Pinocchio or like when you tell a lie your nose bleeds <laughs> that's why I don't lie 1980s coke drama movie loosely based on <laughs> the Pinocchio fairy tale yeah actually Jean-Claude Van Damme's new thriller <laughs> Pinocchio don't <laughs> <laughs> oh god all right so um I want to do a game are yeah. you ready? You, would you like to? Would you like to play a game? You want to play a game? No, it's like the. I mean, my nose is already bleeding. So, <laughs> so the name of this game um, is called Spin Class, and the goal is going to be to successfully spin a negative headline in favor, and um, we're doing the Republican Party for this. Okay. This edition. So I mean, it, they do it all day and if i haven't learned anything from the republicans it's been how to fucking spin something towards yourself <laughs> oh yeah definitely no it's like watching a master they're really good at it like <laughs> <laughs> somehow they fumble through all oh, of those man it's hard for me to give them credit for anything but that is one yeah. some something they're really good at well, i'm gonna open the art of the beer. deal yeah <laughs> there you go so for example i could say that uh President Trump and his hair caught fire. And then you have to do the Republican press briefing on that. Oh, that's a hard one. Yeah, I know. 
but you don't have to do that so we'll, we have some <laughs> we have some other ones we've predetermined before this and um we're gonna spitfire crossfire these to each other and <laughs> they got me thinking about the hair on fire oh okay like well, that's a national treasure that's on fire at I that know, point yeah right? yeah seriously <laughs> like once he's it's a tragedy he's, uh, past like is it gonna be kind of like the linen and the the casket thing like there'll be a <laughs> a glass case with the orange toupee that people can visit that would be hilarious the burnt orange <laughs> toupee this is how i would spin that one for example again i would say as a republican party we're coming out with commemorative coins of donald trump's hair never and the back says never forget and the front is the hair on fire <laughs> Because it is a tragedy. Coins? It's a tragedy. <laughs> is the U.S. Mint involved in this? <laughs> Are these official tender? <laughs> we came out with a $5 coin because our currency is devalued so far. <laughs> it's the shape of a 50 cent piece, but it's only 10 cents. So. <laughs> Equivalent. Yeah. Sold American. Okay, so you got the idea. and um, I, I got your dream. I'm going to... I'm going to let you go first to me. So I get to make up a headline and you get to spin it. And I, I have 15 seconds to spin it. Is there a timer? Um, no, you just give me a Ric Flair woo. When woo! <laughs> woo! <laughs> woo! I don't have any there nice clothes to throw it. at you. you gotta, I'll gotta bring those next time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you ran out fresh out of the woos? Fresh out of the uh, the woos, yeah. <laughs> little woozy over here yeah just give me 15 seconds you know it can be rough it's supposed to be on the spot you know because how often do they you know how much time do they have breaking news happens they have to like they need their talking points like that and snap they need in a hurry so yeah i mean (laughs) dan Coates. did you see this where dan Coates was uh live at the aspen forum that he was talking at Mm -hmm. and they were like breaking news (laughs) Uh, president on Twitter just said that we're inviting Putin to his own meeting here in the United States. And the director of national intelligence is like, wait, what? (laughs) Can you say that again? (laughs) Oh, wait, what? Did he tweet this? Was this a tweet? (laughs) His reaction was just priceless though. He was just like, wow, cool. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) like I was saying, (laughs) spin, 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 spin. (laughs) (laughs) He literally had to change direction in the middle of his speech. So you're right. Yeah, less than 15 seconds sometimes. At least we're getting a head start here. Here's the format. You have to say breaking news. And then after you do your headline, you have to say, and here's the Republican Party with their comments or at their press briefing or whatever. Whatever whatever you got. (laughs) That's the scenario. All right. All right. Let me channel. uh, Was it like 52? What, channel yeah, what channel is Fox News in uh, <laughs> Undisclosed Area number two? Yeah, yeah, it's number two. <laughs> so 52. Okay, channel 52, you flip it on. <laughs> Breaking news! <laughs> Shanity reports, Trump is selling one-third of the Anwar in Alaska back to Russia. <laughs> Okay, I got 15 seconds. You got to give me some, like, uh, Jeopardy, like, near, 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 near. Okay. Yeah, we'll just give you a fat beat. <laughs> yeah. Fat beat sounds good. Okay, give me a second here. Okay, time. 
This is Trusha. <laughs> <laughs> Trump Russia. <laughs> Can't do it. Okay, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Uh, uh, was to spit it for uh, the uh, Republican Party, and the word that came out of your mouth was trash. <laughs> This is Russia's land. They deserve. It was Russia's land. They deserve it. They sold it to us. They sold it to us, and it was a bad deal. Let me tell you, one of the worst deals we've ever had. Huge mistake on our end. We got the short end of the staff. What we're gonna do is we're gonna sell this land back to Russia, and then we're gonna buy it back from them at a better deal, better interest rates, better all around. We're gonna have a better deal, better relationship. And it's going to be huge. It's going to be huge for us. Okay, there we go. There's been, there's been, ignore the first political draft. Thank you. Bye. Uh, I'm impressed. That was good. <laughs> you completely ignored all negative aspects of what was being presented to you. <laughs> good Lord. Okay. Okay. Uh, um, so you get to judge it. You get to give me either... Um, one point, half a point, or zero point. Ah, <laughs> uh, wow. I'm going to give you a full point on that one. Okay. That was good. <laughs> All right, sounds good. All right, you ready for yours? Or you, you got the idea? I don't know. I don't uh, know. That was I, good. I was channeling right. something there. Okay. <clears throat> Breaking news. Covert audio just came in from the Trump, <laughs> Trump-Putin-Russian summit. Uh, translations come in as... You have done a good job, Donnie. We will ensure your re-election come the next time. The sleeping eagle falls at dawn. Analysts are trying to figure out what all this means. Here's the Republicans with their press briefing on the subject. <laughs> so there's a code word in there. There's some sort of uh, the breaking eagle dawn. The sleep, sleeping eagle falls at dawn. Aw, I like eagles. I mean, you have to like eagles in this country. <laughs> yeah. But I like eagles. Mm-hmm. Is that 15 seconds? I'll give you a second. Time's up. Okay, right. go. <laughs> the president doesn't need to take direction from anybody on what he does. He should have the rule of law under his thumb, and if he wants to talk to the president of Russia in covert terms... Uh, based on previous relationships undisclosed to the United States of America government. Then uh, CNN Press here, what does uh, Sleeping Eagle Falls of Dawn mean? Um, I'm sure it's a reference to their joint book collaboration that's going to be coming out in three years, three years from now, and everybody is going to, it's going to be a bestseller on the New York Times list, and nobody is going to have anything to say about it. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you saved it with the book deal there. Yeah. like... <laughs> the timeline doesn't quite match, you know, because he may still be president. I gave him three years. Yeah, like, could he's... still be president. Maybe not. I don't, yeah. I mean, right. I was figuring at that point, like, he's going to cut and run. He's going to be, like, some sort of deputy minister in okay. Russia, right? Like, I'll give you a point for that. That was good. That was good. Thank you. I believed it. I believed it. <laughs> All right. I don't, I don't know if you're ready for this one, though. I got to clear my mind here a little bit. All right. Woo! Woo! Yeah. Woo! Woo! <laughs> it's my mantra. <laughs> <laughs> if sometimes kids come up to me, they ask me, "What is it that you live your life by?" 
And the only thing that I can tell them. <laughs> yeah. Woo! Uh, <laughs> if only they could hear in my head. Woo! <laughs> Woo! All right, I'm ready. Give me the give me this breaking news. Here we go. Spin cycles in session. Spin class starting now. Yeah, we need some sort of like uh, orchestrated overture <laughs> to come into the breaking news. <laughs> yeah, I'll get on that one. <laughs> this just in NB- MSNBC exclusive. Tiffany Trump is starting a new career as a porn star. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh wow! All right. Eight seconds. Okay. All right. All right. Four seconds. Sir, sir, sir. Uh, what do you have to say about the new news about Tiffany's job placement? I think we can hardly consider Tiffany a real Trump of the family. She's really done nothing for the family to support it in any way. I mean, look at the real key players here: Don Trump Jr. and the other one. They've been yeah. doing a lot of tremendous work, and Ivanka has just been fabulous, and her purses are also on sale. And also, uh, I just want to point out the fact that Ivanka was not there at the uh, inauguration, and even if she was, she wasn't there, and you just have to believe us. And um, yeah, really, the really the key story here is that <laughs> Tiffany is just not one of the Trumps. She's not a key player. She had really little influence on anything to do with Trump. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call it and give you a full point on that one. Not only for the fact <laughs> that you just immediately distanced yourself from the problem <laughs> point, <laughs> but somehow you distracted it to Ivanka, and I wasn't sure if you were like misquoting the person or just oh, bringing no. up some bullshit that she had done instead. <laughs> I got really confused there. That's the name of the game, dog. But you brought it back to Tiffany, and then I, I was even more confused because at first I didn't think you knew what you were talking about. <laughs> but then you answered the question. <laughs> That's more than they do half the time, seriously. <laughs> yeah, so you, do great. You're, you're not helping your case. <laughs> you're doing better. See, this is what I'm saying. This is the danger is what would this country be like if these people were intelligent? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... Yeah, I don't know. Everything. I, I fear for us if that was the case. But oh, maybe man. they are the intelligent ones. I don't know, man. They're like I said, like the skillful, the spin that they do on this stuff. I'm not saying that they're um, morally correct or someone that I want to hang out with, but they're they're smarter than we give them credit for. I'll give you that. They're smarter than I give them. The credit politicians, for, yes. <laughs> not not necessarily the following. Not not necessarily the followers, but well, but okay, the followers get a pass because of you know the law of big numbers and the bell curve and being able to sure. blend in statistics. Uh, the people in Congress, they do not get a pass for being stupid. <laughs> they definitely do not. <laughs> All right, we're we're tied now. We're tied, so two for two. Two on two. You ready for your next one? I don't know, dude. I don't know. This is a good one, so. Give me, give me, give me a second to like <laughs> refresher. <laughs> okay, for anybody who's just tuning in, 
on this podcast mean meaning you downloaded the podcast and randomly skipped to the section <laughs> just <laughs> or, to land on the recap. <laughs> or you walked in the room and your homeboy is playing this uh we're, we're doing spin class and the object of the game is to spin a headline and so you ready i am ready breaking news a photo has surfaced of Mike Pence kneeling when he was on the college football team protesting religious persecution during the national anthem. <laughs> and coming up to the plate here <laughs> is Sarah Huckabee Sanders with <laughs> the re- reply. Uh, it seems like they're going to start here in about 15 seconds. Um, apparently, there's going to be one. a Ric Flair woo when they're ready for it. That's a hard one. When they're ready for it. Bless her heart, she's going to have a hard time with this one. Woo! The office of the president will neither confirm or deny the existence of said photo of Mike Pence that is supposed to exist since 1962, (laughs) but nobody has seen this picture before, and there are plenty of audiovisual technologies out there that can be utilized by enemies of the public to be able to make up a farce like this. As far as I know, the vice president is a (laughs) stand-up citizen of the United States of America, and if he did do this in... His youth, he has learned a great lesson and now serves a perfect purpose in this country. <laughs> oh my god, I want to give you like a hug for doing the... <laughs> Call me out of Sarah. <laughs> for doing the impersonation the entire time. Sorry, really I couldn't can... do the eyebrow over <laughs> the audio. For the people listening at home, there was no eyebrow thing, so yeah, it was It was like half, <laughs> half an impersonation. <laughs> But you did commit to it, so thank you. That was very... Oh, man, that's a point just for that. But good job. I want to say that making a conspiracy perfect, that it doesn't exist, or this photo's fake, or it's been photoshopped, that's perfect. And then I like how you backtread and said, like, even if it was true, he learned his lesson, he's a true <laughs> whatever now. Because three days from now, when absolute <laughs> proof of this being true comes out, I need something to go ahead and fall back on. Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, full point uh, if, for that. If any of those Republicans out there are listening, we are learning. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to fire some fire with some fire. Yeah. <laughs> Bite fire with fire. All right. Get, all, right. all right, round three. Me, so it's, it's three on two. Just give me a full point. Wow. I'll give you a full point for that. We're doing hilarious. good at this game. That was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'll ask you if we were all super losing. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is a game we can win at every time. <laughs> Because you just have to lie. There's something that Republicans love. It's winning. <laughs> Regardless of how you... You just have to cheat. And then you win at this game. <laughs> hey, man, I like games. <laughs> you can just cheat at to win. All right, lay it oh, on me. Oh, man. Okay. Here we, Here we go. Headline three. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right, we need we need some sort of like um, Fox alert. You know how they have the alert? Yeah. <laughs> Breaking news: Eric Trump revealed this morning on Fox and Friends that he's actually a vampire. <laughs> All right, I got this one. I got this one. Give me the uh, give me the lead in. We're here live at the Department of <laughs> Health and Human Services, <laughs> listening in on the commentary on. Eric Trump becoming a vampire. 
this whole thing is a farce. It just shows you how Democrats can't take a joke. I mean, yes, he may be a bloodsucker. Yes, he might be what some consider vampiric in some ways. But a lot of people would say that that's a positive. And I think that's what we really need to focus on. He's hardworking because he has to essentially, you know, be asleep all day and work all night. So he's already up during the hours when other people aren't around and he's really getting to the crack that you know the, the the breaking point of the real the real truth of the stories and the blood sucking is not a bad thing either and he's charismatic he's you know someone who's undeniably just awesome on camera and it doesn't matter if he can't see his own reflection because he just looks amazing all the time and <laughs> i just want to you know dispel any rumors that we have um transylvanian uh, connections at all and um yeah that's pretty much it yeah i think yeah <laughs> oh um and uh every uh u.s citizen will now be supplied with a uh, line of garlic that they will put on their house <laughs> this has nothing to do with this statement it is just <laughs> it's just something we're doing we're trying to get food into the people's hands and this is way. yeah and garlic is just you know abundant we have a lot of garlic farmers here in america so we're going to supply everyone with some garlic oh and some holy water but that has also nothing to do with it we're just a christian nation and we want everyone to be you know prepared for when the outbreak i mean Anyways, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> We're going to cut it there and <laughs> report And on the tape goes on for an hour longer. <laughs> tune in. Yeah. Tune in, tune in later four. tonight. <laughs> yeah. He keeps eating his hat here, Dave. <laughs> We're about another hour. <laughs> he does. He goes on to say that we only have crucifixion. <laughs> we'll have uh, crucifixes hanging over our windows for protection. Looking delicious. <laughs> so, <laughs> I will give you bonus points for at one point you said he's really getting into crack. <laughs> like that was a gaff yeah. bomb on. <laughs> I meant to say he was cracking the case, but it did not come out right. <laughs> getting into the crack. <laughs> He's getting into the crack. <laughs> I would no, dude. Play the play the tapes again. Play that. I guess. Oh, I'm gonna play that, that differently. Yeah. I said cracks. He's getting into the cracks of stuff. <laughs> the real truth. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you did well. Um, you turned it into a positive. Uh, you made him look like a hardworking American that he works way harder than others because he's up in the middle of the night. Uh, you brought in an unrelated, completely unrelated fact of new garlic restriction or garlic legislation. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Ah, oh. uh, so we need a tiebreaker now. Oh, I got one more for you still. Oh, you motherfucker. It's not going to be that first one, is it? That one was way harder. The hair and fire? No, no. This is arguably worse. Um, okay, here we go. Ready? Interpol has determined that this transmission does not meet the requirements of decency deemed necessary to broadcast in the European Union or territories beyond its limits. Um, yeah. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> You just like hit me with it. Like, like, oh, you're going easy the whole time. This is about to get brutal. 
I wanted to step up the difficulty. Dude, a little the, bit. You had the <laughs> child human shield <laughs> and <laughs> president and secretary press secretary affair. <laughs> I mean, that's how it goes in the spin class, man. That's true. You work hard at the that's front, true. but apparently you work, I'm, I'm you not. Gotta, you got to feel the burn for the, the real burn. ones. Yeah. Get well, I say, I say we call it at a draw, okay, fine. and we'll have another round of this someday soon. All right, sounds good. <laughs> sounds, sounds less than adequate. <laughs> <laughs> sounds satisfactory. Satisfaction. <clears throat> All right, uh, we want to take a break? Yeah, sounds good. We're going to do something here, play some music or something, and we'll be right back. Thanks. New from MAGA Records, the latest in the Make Karaoke Great Again series, the greatest love songs of all time, Trump Edition. Enjoy all your favorite love ballads, now featuring corrected lyrics. Enjoy all of these classics and more. I won't always love you. I do not want to hold your hand. I can't help falling in love with you. Plenty of mountains high enough. This guy isn't in love with you. I just called to say I don't love you. And more. more. Call in now and get a free MAGA Viagra pill case. Because a porn star is just waiting to have an affair with you. So be ready. Send in your proof of purchase to participate in our Mexico rebate. Order now. And we're back. So, the theme of today is allegiance. That's a very big <clears throat> word. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a subtitle that would be like Star Trek 7 Allegiance. Allegiance. Mission Impossible 4. Still not as good as Star Trek 4. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I want to talk about the Pledge of Allegiance because that's something that um, we had to endure as. Kids growing up in the public school system. Um, I like that you use the word endure because yeah. that's exactly what it was. <laughs> I mean, like daily, yeah, it really. really? Yeah. <clears throat> Shouldn't it be special? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I. There's just so many, so many things going through my mind of like better things that we could be doing during those, you know two minutes we had to stand up every day and praise our nation i don't know forcefully i just i never understood it like when you're little you just see a flag you don't see soldiers dying on a battlefield you don't see women working in a factory you see a piece of fabric hanging from the ceiling well i mean if I were to get into it, I would say that that's why they made us do it f- from the time we were kids, because you don't question it when you're a kid at all. It's just like, oh, yeah, this is something that I'm told to do right now, and I have to do it. It's like there's no room, like you said, to actually try and figure out what the real meaning behind it is. And, yeah, I mean, obviously, there was times where we discussed some of that in school, like especially if there was ever any controversy behind it. I don't know. You were telling me that um, you actually sat it out and managed to deal with that 
internet doesn't need to know that. America doesn't need to know. No, yeah, I I actually consciously took opposition to. I will say that when I was growing up, I always liked to be like the black sheep or the odd one out, or I've always been a contrarian. Yeah. So seeing thirty-two children standing up, staring at the random piece of fabric in the corner of the classroom didn't necessarily appeal to me in its own right it wasn't sure. necessarily disrespect towards the country like yeah. it was not wanting to participate in rote obedience i guess yeah i mean that's how i look at it now when i look back on all those times it just was mechanical yeah it was basically like you must love the nation stand up now process love for nation thank you (laughs) (laughs) right nation love letter send love letter in mail i mean okay you had your way you you are the head honcho of the public schools now and um oh yeah they're all standing (laughs) but that's what you want that's the way you're gonna spend it i'm saying like what what would you have them do instead during that time you have a 10 minute gap let's say not even 10 minutes five minutes gap five minute gap to fill in where they used to do the pledge of allegiance and you know whatever else i mean you can't do it that way it wouldn't just be a gap of time right it would be <laughs> if i'm the superintendent of the school system the school system is completely getting revamped <laughs> like there's no five minute gap there's just no more class <laughs> everything is completely different so yes. it's just not even a possibility okay <laughs> If you want me to jump to that. If we want to play hypotheticals here. hypothetical, yeah. Okay, so you're not the head honcho. You're you're an assistant principal who's now been tasked to come up with an alternative positive thing to do in the mornings instead of the Pledge of Allegiance because a bunch of parents. Five minutes of morning meditation? Yeah. Hell yeah. Instantaneously. I think that is a very good idea, actually. Dude, if I had that at work, I'd be a lot... Well, I wouldn't be a lot happier, but I'd be happier. I would imagine so. I mean, sure, there's going to be kids who probably <laughs> would feel the same way you did, where they're like, oh, you can't force me to meditate, whatever. <laughs> and then they're going to, like, think about stuff really <laughs> intensely or, like, it's not clear their mind. Time. I'm not going like... to clear my mind. Fuck this guy. <laughs> saying i got to clear my mind and meditate and focus on my breathing. I'm not going to focus on my breathing at all. He wants me to think about everything. <laughs> I'm going to think about everything. <laughs> yeah. Um... That's pretty positive, though. Yeah, meditation would be nice. I think even just like if you're gonna, if we're gonna talk about America and how like you know grateful for America and what it is, then that should be the focus of the pledge. It shouldn't just be like you said, mechanical allegiance to this fabric. It should right. be basically thinking like, what are you grateful for in America, and reflect on that time, mm-hmm. and and maybe even just to consider our existence in this world that it's bigger than us is probably what we really should be doing (laughs) that yes we are america and it could work like that like think about america and what it means to be a person in our society in our society and the good and bad side of it but also think about how we're just one little instance in this giant world and how this world is just one little tiny grain of sand in this giant universe and how everything is and basically we're getting back to meditating so well but you bring up a really good point and it all ties back to the pledge of allegiance i don't know if many people know this but the pledge of allegiance was originally written for any land 
for any oh, nation. Oh, right, yeah, by a yeah, socialist. That's what you were telling <laughs> me, right? Some socialist dude wrote this free, this thing that he wanted everyone to be able to use. Exactly. Like a socialist would. Yeah, we'll, we'll throw the link up on the website, <laughs> okay. but uh, this whole discussion of the Pledge of Allegiance uh, brings you to Francis Bellamy, who in... 1892 released this poem and basically meant for it to let people really dwell on their nationalism and how proud they were of their people mm-hmm. but not just americans yeah it was for any any nation you're yeah. saying really that uh, uphold these standards that mm-hmm. you know uh, does it does the original version have liberty and justice for all in it so it does. Okay. If you want me to read the original. Yeah, go ahead. It read, I pledge allegiance to my flag and the republic for which it stands. One nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Very interesting. I yeah. don't know. I, I mean, like, when you break it down Completely like that. Blank slate. When you break it down like that and you remove God and you remove... United States of America, right? Which all that stuff was added to later. Which is the very shit that people get really mad about yeah. because that's the thing that they added. <laughs> so of course they're mad about removing it. But yeah, we should be mad that they added it in the first place. Yeah, we were talking about that how it's just like people get so upset when you try and change something that's been even though it's been changed like five times already they're like no it's always been like this way except for 50 years ago when it was different but that's fine because it's always been like this for the last 50 years so it should continue to be like this for the next 50 years i don't know yeah you got any other lines you want to add to that (laughs) (laughs) to the pledge of allegiance yeah like (laughs) well and that's that's my question so if it was meant for all nations should it just be mad libs version (laughs) everybody gets to make their own version of it pledge allegiance to the flag of armenia and yeah (laughs) um i find you gotta like counterbalance it now because they're not gonna let you take any lines away but if you had to add a line in there to make it like you know bring it back a little bit or see the bigger picture to get kids to actually you know maybe consider some stuff in there i think i might say like with liberty and justice for all and may other nations our friends are and allies be blessed as well or something like that i don't know if we're gonna <laughs> Just like bring them all into the fold i could fly that into the radar because it's got like blessed <laughs> in it so all the i'll get the christians behind it and yeah. it's positive about the rest of the world so you did add blessed in there yeah world peace that's what we should be fucking praying for every morning jesus exactly (laughs) but we need to be first in that peace (laughs) we need to be winning the peace dear god we want world peace but we want to be the most peaceful ones we want to be more peaceful we want to be in your right hand (laughs) not the left hand so please obviously not the crushed socialist hand (laughs) we want world peace but we want America to be the most peaceful, the peacefulest. But how fucking ironic that this dude was a socialist. Yeah. And we're totally always just making it the most patriotic thing that you can do. (laughs) I just, I think it's time for a new era. We're learning all this, you know, with the, the poem that's on the Statue of Liberty. We're already getting some flack on that from the Republican Party. The Pledge of Allegiance, it's outdated. I don't know, man. National Anthems outdated. Could use a remix get r kelly on that get it could be um 
you know how like during the Our Father you have to stand up and kneel down. Like mm-hmm. we just put a part in the national anthem where people are supposed to kneel. <laughs> that way they have the excuse to kneel. <laughs> we'll beat them at their own game. You want yep. you want to you want to kneel during <laughs> national anthem? Well, now it's required of you. Now you all <laughs> yeah, have to kneel. Required. Now you must kneel for the national anthem. <laughs> That's the nationally recognized way of dealing with the national anthem. <laughs> Gonna make it acceptable to be kneeling. Man, that's kind of genius, actually. They should do that. <laughs> Get behind that one pretty easily. Wow. Yeah. Anybody out there that's willing to start doing that? Um, I don't go to football games, so. <laughs> so what do you what do you think it means to be uh, patriotic? What do you think it means to have allegiance to our nation in today's society? See, for all the shit that I talk about the way that people behave in this country, I really do feel that I'm a true patriot. Like, I want this place to succeed. Mm-hmm. I know where we've come from. I know the talent that we have. I have so many friends that are beautiful people that have grown up in really great households. And, yeah, that's not the thing that you see on the news or in the media, but it doesn't sell papers. Yeah. You know, like having a good family is not front page news, and that's the saddest part about our society. But not to digress, I will say that we live in the land of opportunity, and that is what I am patriotic for. We should never have to give that up. We should always have resources at our disposal to make the world a better place. And for the most part, we have those resources still, regardless of what we think. I agree with that. I think it is patriotic to be able to recognize the strengths and the weaknesses of your nation i don't i don't don't think you would have almost so much criticisms if you didn't have some kind of passion behind it and that comes from like the love of the nation right so Mm -hmm. you are grateful for what you have and you love certain aspects about our you know our culture and all that and the reason why you're critical on some parts of it is because of that love you want it to be better like you're saying you want it to well, be well whoever said that being supportive meant not being critical i've never understood mm-hmm. that like yeah, you I look at that. you look at somebody like donald trump and he's unwilling to accept his weaknesses he's unwilling to accept his faults and the things that he's done wrong because he's so afraid of that but that's really how you grow you grow through failure, and there's intelligent, fast failure for a reason. We learn how to behave and how to progress. And there's this whole faction of society out there that's against acknowledging that. Yeah, I mean, the whole the whole term, make America great again, is regressive, right? Oh, I mean, yeah. we're going back to some way, right? And I get that. I'm not saying that um, we need to be progressive as in we need to be progressives. But I'm just saying that in general, we want to be moving forward with wherever we're going in history, the way the pendulum, so it, so it is said, is hitting or going or swinging or whatever and um, taking stuff back in a different direction. Like you're even saying, like, I, when parents don't want to do the uh, praying before a football game, you know, that's something that they might have done as tradition forever, but... You have to grow eventually and learn that, okay, well, not everyone in the stand is a Christian. And maybe that's not what we should be doing in front of these football games. If people want to pray before a football game, they can do it. 
they just don't have to do it at the football game. You know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> sure. it's such a... Well, and I don't even have a problem with people doing it at the football game. I have a, pe- I have a problem with them being like, set aside time for me to do this in front of everybody because I have a right to that time. Like, Yeah. No, it's completely, you know, um, selfish to, to think that as a Christian or whatever, you have special, I don't know like special I mean, attention at every instance of, that has something to do with an American standard and culture, like football games or baseball games or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then like, Oh, we have to include this aspect about it, you know? But I like, I like pivoting towards that concept of allegiance of allegiance to religion. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, like that's they, exactly they, what you're they talking added about. God to the pledge of allegiance. Like we're saying, <laughs> exactly. They had to shoehorn it in. Right. So, <laughs> Um, no, but any religion, like you're pledging allegiance to not just a belief, but a mode of behavior and trying to get other people to behave in the same way. Mm-hmm. And so that leads to these kooky behaviors of, well, now I need to pray in front of you daily until you start praying like me. Like when does you when is that, that ever converted? You anybody? think it's an assimilation kind of thing? Like it is, yeah, absolutely, yeah. and that's what it is for any religion that depends on numbers to thrive. Sure. No, that makes complete sense to me. Actually, that you put it that way, it's just basically like we're gonna get Christianity everywhere, and it, I mean that's what they do all the time, anyways, <laughs> right? So, it's like yeah. literally written in all of the books. Like they're all cool until they believe their own thing <laughs> at that point you need to make them believe our thing do they do like um nascar sponsorships because <laughs> probably <laughs> it's like you know you know jesus for nascar like <laughs> I, like where does the line draw with christianity just invading everything like um the line have, like, was supposed to be citizens united and then that shit went right out the window <laughs> there there is a line though right like you don't s- you don't see okay. You don't see a church who just straight up says like, "Call no, nope." I'm I'm totally wrong. This is true. I, like everything I'm thinking of is actually <laughs> like every time you come to an example, yeah. you can. I'm think like, of no, that. wait, no, no. They I was do like, do that, yeah. Like They're I don't. That I don't see any churches that are like you know, Jesus saves, call now, get saved. No, that's no, true. that's there. That's true. There's no like infomercials for Jesus. No, they're all day, all day. <laughs> you can literally find the whole channel devoted to that. What about music that's just for... Nope. Yep. Yep. <laughs> that's been there's done. There's actually a genre there's, called Christian music. There's, there's Christian music. Yeah, a whole genre dedicated. Okay, what about movies? There's no movies that are just... Oh, wait. Yep, it's it's there. So you're right. Like Christianity has invaded everything. What about food? Untouched? Um, They definitely don't have... Like, what are Hebrew hot dogs? Like the Hebrew oh, best yeah, or whatever? Yeah. Kosher? You mean yeah. like that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Is there any realm of like advertisement or like you know like culture that Christianity hasn't invaded yet? Like, hmm, underground industrial, probably kawaii <laughs> culture in Japan. Kawaii culture in it's Japan. Not much hasn't Christianity been, hasn't been quite hasn't yeah. been quite adapted by it yet. <laughs> Are there any Christian animes? Oh yeah, there's a lot of Christian uh, thematics in anime. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Uh, no. Trigun. The in Trigun, the dude has a cross that's a giant cross that he carries. That's yeah, a but <laughs> like, come on. I mean, 
But that has nothing to do with him being like a. I mean, he's like a traveling preacher, but he's like like desperate. He's actually like a bounty hunter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but I can see what you're saying. But uh, what I mean is, is there like anime where it's like, oh, Jesus on. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure the internet will find find our answer. <laughs> um, I don't know. Are there any? role models for you that stick out as being true patriots in america for you in the last i don't know a couple decades or anything like that because there's no good examples right now for me like in the last two years i'd say like one person that i could say maybe a true patriot in my eyes at this point might be mccain just because he's stood up against trump several times racked himself through the fire so many times and yeah oh okay John McCain's footage of when he turned down that bill. Yeah. Oh man. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. The healthcare. That, yeah. The healthcare overturn overhaul. Yeah, the overrule. The like we're just gonna slap a different name on it and <laughs> say like, Trump <laughs> did it and it will be great. Like I've never seen someone his age flip somebody off with their thumb. <laughs> Bam. Bam. <laughs> just down. <laughs> Gladiator. And he walked away. He just looked at everybody. He was like. Lucky guys. <laughs> <clears throat> um, anybody else? I mean, um, it's hard to find a patriot. Like, yeah. and that's the hard part is you have to define patriotism in a really narrow scope to find somebody that's going to fit your de- definition here. I mean, uh, Snowden. What do you think about that? Like, was he a true patriot for America? Is that something that he sh- do? You, do you think he should have done? all the leaks he should have been releasing that info to the people do i think he should have done it yes do i think that those systems are necessary kind of yeah monitoring and the surveillance all that stuff and and only for the fact that obviously <laughs> the intelligence community would know if Russia is hacking things because we can literally see everything that's happening most places on the internet. <laughs> so, of course, that information is there. Like, I don't believe for a second the narrative that the Russians had nothing to do with hacking the elections. How accurate can all this surveillance and monitoring really be when there's just there's so many sources? How do they really, like... Okay, just in the um, national defense, mm-hmm. they're trying to weed out terrorists. Mm-hmm. Is it that effective where they're able to find these terrorists a lot e- easier now? Or they because also in a lot of examples, I've heard of them finding leads or finding stuff that might be bad, and they go and talk to him. They're like, "Meh, he seems okay." And then twelve <laughs> months later, it's like a mass shooting or some crazy thing like that well and and and, okay so you bring up an interesting pivot point because the national security apparatus was designed to spot foreign infiltration and that's like the whole role of these different security agencies is to make sure that other people aren't coming here and destroying our government whereas like you said like with somebody who's 18 years old they're just a little kooky in the head and all of a sudden they're buying a bunch of weaponry that it's it wasn't built to find those people you know we would have to literally redirect the entire 
structure of this backbone of information to be able to detect those types of things. So yeah, they it's it's something that is useful, but it is something that was designed with the wrong purpose in mind. This is how you would sell me on national security in the sense of monitoring surveillance. You could avoid the next 9/11 with this technology. Do you think it's that effective? I I don't think that there's any way to avoid that. I don't think that like the more but like, isn't that the had... justification for all this though? Really? Yeah, it is the justification for all of it. But I I think there's gonna be one-off events that happen like that. But what you're really trying to prevent is the internet from running amok and some sort of gang or terrorist cell actually getting a huge foothold and like taking over a community or taking over a city or something like that. You know, if there was no regulation on any of this, there is very likely like the seeds fomenting in society right now of people just being really pissed. Thanks, Donald Trump. (laughs) Do you think um, anybody has listened to your phone conversations? Do I think I've been monitored? Probably. Do I think that it was because I was being targeted? No. Do you think the person on the receiving end was laughing their ass off on whatever you were talking about? <laughs> I don't know about. if somebody actually heard it, <laughs> but whether or not I've actually been swept up in some of those communications, I think we all have. I think that's the the risk that we run just having a phone, right? Like, Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess in my mind, and I don't know why I thought this is completely stupid to think this but i just imagine it's like chat roulette over there and they just like click a button and it's like some random <laughs> cell phone it's some random like email line it's some random skype conversation or something like that and they're just like they're like yeah um well we found out that the best way to find these terrorists is just with uh las vegas odds basically you just press this button you get a random <laughs> phone call and <laughs> It's, like, surprisingly way more... (laughs) Entertaining than anything that you can find on the internet. (laughs) Surprisingly more likely that you'll find terrorist activity randomly than if we follow leads. So I just imagine pressing a button and then... Okay, but that's that's the big lie of all of this. I'm glad you came back to all of that because there are fewer people that die due to terrorist acts every year than shit like lightning strikes. Like, it is so rare to die in a terrorist attack. And compared to diabetes or heart disease or something like that. And we spend trillions of dollars a year on defense against terrorism. And we spend nowhere close to that amount on healthcare or heart disease prevention or anything like that. So it's not a numbers game. It's not trying to save people. If you think that the government is out there trying to fucking save you from a terrorist spending trillions of dollars on your ass just to keep you alive, you're a dumbass. <laughs> because that's stupid. If I'm complaining about a veteran taking up $100,000 a year in tax subsidies, but I'm going to spend a million a year keeping him alive against terrorism that is not a threat at all how the fuck does that make any sense (laughs) no it doesn't make any sense you're right sorry i'm i get super pissed about that (laughs) i don't know maybe i'm just naive to this idea that um we're constant threat of stuff like 9-11 i don't know like i just don't think that's something that really resonated with me ever just feeling like that pressure of being under you know oh terrorist attack could happen at any moment it's not 
as insane as they painted out to be, especially after 9-11. There has been pretty few, and maybe, I don't know, like I'm saying, maybe I'm being naive and maybe the national security actually stops a lot of these potential ones to happen and there would be a lot more if we didn't have all that money and defense and homeland security and all that stuff. But from what you're saying, it doesn't feel like a threat to me at all, at all, at all. Right. It's literally the last thing I ever think about when I step outside of my my house to go to work or to drive or do anything. I'm not worried about it, but guaranteed if I'm getting on a plane, the thought that that plane might crash comes across my mind several times. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. But it's more so from the maintenance schedule of the aircraft than somebody oh, coming yeah. in no, with it has a shoe bomb trying to <laughs> blow your ass out of the sky. It has 100% to do with how old some of those planes are, <laughs> how drunk the pilot is, <laughs> and whether or not there's going to be a lot of birds flying around and get that will get sucked up into the engine. So, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. 0% about a terrorist hijacking it or anything like that. You're just giving me all kinds of flashbacks about my last play. (laughs) Oh, sorry. (laughs) From Undisclosed. Yeah, shout out to Undisclosed Airline for not killing me the last time I flew. (laughs) Um, But yeah, ultimately, we spend... Okay, my example here is that we're spending loads of money on each of us being protected against terrorism. That's insignificant to the amount of money that's been spent on each of us being protected against nuclear war. That's never happened, and hopefully will never happen because why does there need to be a nuclear war? There literally (laughs) needs to be no nuclear weapons. There should not be any whatsoever. It does not need to exist. They're weapons that are just too powerful to be effective. I do believe at some point during this century we'll have something that... Com- and I know we already do in some sense some bombs that are bigger than the traditional nuclear bomb, but I think we'll have some weapon that will far surpass that that we couldn't imagine <laughs> that will be just something completely crazy that will be the next nuclear bomb because it's an escalation game at this point, right? We have hydrogen bombs, you have all these other things from when we first drop the you know initial bombs that they're just getting bigger and badder but what what i'm talking about is something that's just completely like ridiculous that we couldn't even comprehend because i don't think they could really comprehend the nuclear bomb before that started happening right i mean i mean people couldn't but physics sure had figured it out there's theories there's people who thought about it maybe but the general and there are there are theories about weapons that would be more powerful than nuclear weapons you are right but i guess the fact that something is possible Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that it's necessary sure the fact that um i can make a nuclear weapon that demolishes a few buildings or i can make a nuclear weapon that demolishes half of a country and all I have to do is scale the same materials. Mm-hmm. That's a little fucking scary because then there's really no, there's no upward limit to the size of these things that you can make. The real scale limit is the amount of air that it's pushing into space. Okay. Wow. So at a certain point, it just gets so powerful that the same amount of air is just being raised into space. And so you're just expending more energy to not really have any effect, you know? So basically what you're telling me is that there's a cap to it that it can only be so crazy. And yeah, I think that's true. And that's what I'm saying. I think like 
whatever next threat that we have, it's going to be something different than that, such as like gene editing or like. Well, and that's you're, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Go the other way. Go down. Go towards. Um, yeah. I, instead of roofing you, I'm going to crisper you. And that shit's um, literally just going to go in your brain and rewire a couple of things. And now you're a Russian operative <laughs> until you die of some crazy cancer. <laughs> I think just like, you know, yeah, crispering people or getting into like sterilizing whole groups of people or something like that through gene editing or I don't know. There's just so many different ways. Wow. Yeah, that's sad to think about. Like, everybody's like, oh, it's the new thing, and we're going to be able to make all these changes. Like, I saw this news article about uh, whenever you make a change, there's spontaneous mutations around the DNA. Who knows what's happening out there? <laughs> like, Yeah, we don't know. There's no way. No. Like, I could edit one of your genes and accidentally make you a crazy mutant. <laughs> like... <laughs> Cronenberg version. So I'm, yeah, I'm way more afraid of being turned into a Cronenberg by the next nuclear weapon <laughs> than actually annihilated. <laughs> or, you know, like, if they, like, uh, came out and said, like, we can time travel now. You're all fucked. If you do anything bad to America, we're going to go back in time and make sure that Russia doesn't even exist. <laughs> Just a time travel weapon? But it's theoretical. <laughs> yeah. We haven't used it. <laughs> no, like, they would totally just be like, alright, we're going to prove it to you. And they're going to be like, oh, God, that would be, like, impossible to prove, but... <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're going to prove it to you without showing proof or using Maybe it. Maybe that's what we should be spending our money on, because if you could convince people that we have time travel abilities, that would save us a lot, a lot of time, a lot of effort. Dear Russia, we have a really powerful weapon that you can't even imagine. Dear Russia, if you're reading this, we went back in time and invented paper so that we could write this so you could read it. Please get rid of nuclear weapons. Us. Or else we'll use it against you. <laughs> We're going to go back in time and make sure your mom and dad don't fall in love like Back to the Future. <laughs> I like how you came back to Back to the Future. I was finally stopping, like, not thinking about Trump. And that whole movie is about... <laughs> how did they predict this whole scenario? They even predicted the Cubs game. That shit was crazy. Yeah, I mean... Really, Even we're though talking, they lost. We're really talking about the second movie here, right? Right. We're, <laughs> we're talking about Biff I'm being just talking about to Donald Trump. I don't even know which one it is anymore because it's all one big blur of what the fuck, how did they predict that? <laughs> uh, I just wish that Star Wars, Star Trek 4 would be a prediction and we get whales in space. Only one way to find out, man. <laughs> All right, well, uh, with that, I think we should wrap it up. (laughs) Join us next week. My allegiance is to whales in space. (laughs) Pledge allegiance to the whale or overlords in space who hold our destiny in their fins. Please (laughs) unite us as one (laughs) peon. So, uh, shout out to anybody that made it this far because I don't even know what we were talking about. (laughs) Have a good night.